Hello and welcome to my podcast, Conversations with Cornelius, where I, Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan, discuss, chat and hypothesize on all things from fatherhood, marriage, comedy and everything else in between. From time to time, there will be special guests, but mostly it's going to be me and some regular contributors, including my main squeeze, Noelle Patricia O'Sullivan, a.k.a. The Wife. So sit back, relax and enjoy Conversations with Cornelius! Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Cornelius. This is your host, Cornelius Patrick O'Donovan. No, it's not Donovan. Sorry, it's Sullivan. Sack that motherfucker. He got your name wrong. You're sacked, you bitch. You can't call someone a bitch nowadays, <laughs> though, can you? No bitch calling, like, no, that's I mean, not allowed. <laughs> if I sack someone saying, so you're sacked, you bitch, then, like, I mean, it's, they could probably sue it's me. It's politically incorrect in the workplace type of thing. What about, if you, were, what about if, you were, if you were, like, sacking... If you were sacking uh, someone, I presume... Like, what, sack, like sacking a female dog? Yeah, if you What's had a few female exactly? dogs. <laughs> well, like, I mean, if, they, if you had a couple of female dogs working for you, right? Right. And um, one of them kept turning up late, you know, and what you were like, what would they be doing? Like, I suppose, maybe. Doing a bit of ironing, I suppose. A bit of, like, loading up the dish. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if they were, like, I don't know, like, if I Cleaning work. Cleaning work, I suppose, yeah, yeah. Dogs, I suppose they probably could manage a bit of cleaning work maybe. well I wouldn't discriminate against them I wouldn't like well, you probably can't nowadays either what? in general like animals probably should be treated like humans nowadays I suppose now we're talking about dogs here now like they shouldn't be treated like humans should they well that's probably that's the way it's going I suppose isn't it <coughs> like equal rights for everything like well, plants and animals people do you, do, you, do you think a blade of grass has the same rights personally I don't have an opinion on the matter but other people like to have opinions on that yeah. kind of stuff don't they I don't really care much for what other people think about whatever they think about. No, um, I do. I fucking have a fierce problem with that. I'm fierce. Not not as much anymore, no, but, like, you'd always be worried, uh, you know, if you did something, if it would be taken up wrong or taken up the wrong way or, you know... Especially when you're working in the arts, like, you know, you have to be... Um, you know, your image is, is something that uh, you have to try and protect, I suppose, because if you get it, like, I suppose if you're... You know, if you get a bad name for something like, you know... Then well, I think if your reputation years. is solid, I think that people judge us by our actions rather than the hearsay and conjecture of others. Like, obviously, sometimes people are going to have negative things to say about different people, like, you know. But and good things as well. Mm. So we can't take too much notice of it because you'd spend all day thinking about it then. But definitely to be mindful and nice to people i try to be very nice in general and respectful and i think that if if you can kind of do that people receive you <coughs> better do you know and you're kind of open and if you're kind of genuine you know you you you're judged by your actions then i find yeah you know? I suppose it's best to judge per people by their actions and not their words anyway you know the old yeah. sayings are the best like actions speak louder than words you know, that's what I think anyway. Yeah, but that was a great old saying. But you know what? The old sayings are the best. They are. Aren't There's they a couple like of lovely Irish ones that I I would love to be able to remember. There I love now. Neil Ain Hinton, my the Hinton oh, fame. Neil Ain Hinton, my the Hinton fame. That's yeah. a lovely one, and lovely. it's true. Like, so there's no home like a f no fire like a home fire. Um, I think um, there's a there's um, 
there's a, a, a no, it's gone. So I had another one on top of my top. Of my top we learned, gone. I'd say, about 30 of them in primary school. Literally learned 30 of them. I used to have 30. I'd be able to recite them off in Nula the 80s. on cot and we. V egg look egg pasta. That was the one I was thinking of. It. That's yeah. look at that. Yeah. Come here, you you learned those thirty yeah. as well. I'd say it was yeah. at the curriculum. That's another. It's another true one. When the fucking when the cats away, the mice will play. Like do you know? Um, uh, did they just take that one from the English, or was it like uh, was it like a European one? I think you'll find that was actually a French Polynesian saying. A Norman one, French Polynesian. Norman who? Norman the Normans. <laughs> the Normans who built all of this. <laughs> um, you're, uh, I better shout out to my uh, sponsor, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. It's great to be here. We're in out in our garden, out in my garden here in Kilavullen. And um, I'm going to shout out to my, my sponsor before we get into the podcast. Big up to the West Cork Beard Company. Uh, whoop, whoop. Phenomenal beard company Big down in West Cork. John, your beard is looking slick. My beard has been West Cork Beard Company. I recently got some lovely beard balm, unscented. And I got two beard oils, the unscented one and the sandalwood and juniper one. Mm. And all of it lovely, really nice smells lovely and uh, the beard looks fantastic kind of a glisten it keeps like a bit it. of a glisten on it and gives it a bit of shape mm-hmm. so I'm very happy with <laughs> it thanks very much Colin there you go Colin. great work on the, the beard stuff you were watching his YouTube t- channel as well I was watching the YouTube yeah I I had a look at a couple of the videos and I was you know I learned exactly how to do it Yeah. I would have put beard oil on generally like yourself on the beard yeah. Rather than onto you the skin. For a long time you were putting cod liver oil into it. <laughs> cod liver oil. <laughs> That's hearsay. <laughs> there was a day every time where You were like, I'm fucking spending a fortune on cod, li- cod liver oil, Con. Cod liver oil. Um, I don't think I've ever had cod liver oil <laughs> in my possession. Ladies and gentlemen, this week's podcast is brought to you from... Um, the, my back garden, the sun is literally going down. The sun is setting. I'm here with regular podcaster, Conspiracy John. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Conspiracy John to the stage. Ah, come on, John. Great to be here, Cornelius. Great to have you here, man. Um, give, the pa- give, the podcast, um, give the podcast nation a little snapshot into your uh, afternoon. So the afternoon was spent... Very, very enjoyably. We did a bit of gardening. I took a section of your flower bed, which was fairly overgrown. Very overgrown. And while the sun was beating down and the birds were singing, and I had a hoe in my hand, the kind of hoe for weeding. Not the Santa Claus hoe. So I was pulling back. Anybody who knows a bit of car does a bit of gardening might know about hoeing it's quite an enjoyable uh do you know you're just do you like hoeing you're just kind of hacking up the ground and pulling it back and it clears a lot of weeds very mm-hmm. quickly tell me so yeah so you came you came down we've inspiring been inspiring stuff weeding uh, well i tell you very spiritual as in like it's enjoyable to be able to have that time in the sun in the fresh air and like this is a beautiful place where you are and it's just a magical experience. Like this is a lovely experience here. The sun's mm. going down. It's beautiful. Really nice. The birds are, are tweeting. And that doesn't mean that they're not on their iPhones <laughs> sending each other messages. They're birds actually doing the original tweet. 
They're just tweeting away here, like if you, you can probably hear them in the background. You probably can actually. Oftentimes, when I send WhatsApps to you, you can hear the birds in the background. But yeah, we've been um, myself and John have been uh, over the last couple of months, in particular, we have we have fallen into what can only be described as a philosophical WhatsApp love affair. Mm, would you nicely put? Yeah, would you agree? <laughs> I would agree. Like certainly, we're both. Just to give you a little, I suppose a little snapshot, and I know you've, you've you, if you haven't, if you haven't listened to any of, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, go back and listen to um, Conspiracy John's um, earlier podcast. He's done two. He's done one on the Law of Attraction, which is an absolutely fascinating podcast, um, all about the Law of Attraction and how to implement it. And then his first one is an introduction uh, on how we met and stuff like that. But John would be one of one of my closest friends. He was a groomsman at my wedding. We know each other. Over 10 years, we got into business with each other, we worked with each other, then when that all went tits up, we still remained great, great friends. And um, in the last couple of months, I don't know, is it because we're middle-aged men? Probably some sort of a crisis period. Some sort of a, yeah. Not a crisis, but... You don't have enough money to buy a Ferrari. Sorry, they call it a crisis, but it's more of a, like... I think you have periods in your life where you start to reflect on what you have and what you'd like, and you start to apply your energy differently in different directions. So we did the Law of Attraction podcast where we discussed in depth kind of the, the more... Not a spiritual path, but I suppose I feel like it's a more natural path a path where you try to take the good and the bad and make something out of the experiences as they're coming at you at lightning speed. Whereas I think in the past, in the younger years, I would have focused more on trying to control situations in the direction rather than guide them, you know? Yeah. And uh, I think that part of the philosophical path that we've been on has been that type of, I suppose, just paddling down the stream with the current instead of trying to force uh, experiences that aren't working in uh, an enjoyable way. Enjoyment is something that I find that I put a bit more. Like if I'm enjoying something now, I, I try to give it as much attention as I can Whereas before, I'd be spending maybe more time doing things that I thought I should be doing, rather that I wasn't enjoying. And then, you're more. Are you more selective? So, in in what you do, what you spend your time doing now, like, just to give people a a, a snapshot, you're you're a married man. Um, you've got you're you're self-employed, but you're also um uh, you're also working with CIT as well. With they've got kind of like for a gun for hire kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um. You've got three kids. You're you've got a busy you've got a busy life. You're 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 like a lot of I suppose we'll say the male listeners to this podcast. You'll be very similar to an awful lot of them. But for me, I think um, the way sometimes you live your life is is really it's really inspiring and it's really refreshing and it's and it's it you've often I've often had conversations with you throughout the day and it has changed the way I have reacted to. To to how I it's changed the way I've reacted to scenarios that I would have just kind of as you kind of ma- alluded to there, you know you would have do you you do them, 
thinking that you're enjoying it, but your reality, you're not really enjoying it. You're just going through the motions, and that's because you're caught in a cycle of repetition over that that happens over a long period of time over the years and it's kind of without knowing it you're kind of in this cycle then and you have to um you have to make big changes big mental changes to get out of the to get out of it to break mm. that cycle it's a tricky one isn't it it's very tricky it one. is because we are we are essentially bred to have the mentality that, right, you need to go and you're going to get a job and you're going to work for the majority of your life and you're going to sell your time for money. You're g- some people are going to be quite well paid, other people are going to be less well paid. But there is, it's all focused on putting you into that path where you're doing work that you don't necessarily enjoy, you're doing it only to make money. And that's the selected path, that's the preferred path from school up into college up into the workplace whereas the other option is the more creative uh you know follow more of what you enjoy type of a path and that's more discouraged because usually if you follow that you end up a bit creative a bit artistic it's very difficult to make money as an artist in most forms of art. Uh, there's very few people making very big money. Like well, it's disproportionate. I mean, the know? people at the right at the top are making massive amounts, and then the the I suppose the ten, the ninety percent are you know struggling to get by or or just mm. get, or just getting by, which you is know? kind of reflective of kind of most most uh, most business scenarios. Any anyway, most it is. Uh, careers, it is. yeah. But like. Uh, we're just so locked into it, aren't we? From such a young age, like it's the like. What are you going to do when you're older, little Johnny? Yeah. Oh, little Johnny wants to be an astronaut, or like it's I like want to be a guard, or I want to be a. Without getting too kind of um, conspiratorial, it's like society wants to box you off, it um, and people like to have you in a box. Okay. Oh, there, there's Con. Okay, he's married. He's got kids. He's uh, he sells cars. His hobbies are the GAA, and he likes a few points, and that's it. That's him. As there's there's John. He, he likes golf. He's got two kids. He drives an Austin Martin, a classic Austin Martin. He collects uh, old cars. He's also a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like <coughs> it's like put them in the box, and then that's the box they'll stay in. And I I I think with you, um, what what is what I've always found interesting is that you're always willing to pose the question uh, of why you're doing something and what's where you're going to go from it or what what you're going to get from it and you're always you've like you'll consider it but you you can you can often surprise by actually going going for what you want Mm -hmm. you know which i think is a, a fantastic way to live you know yeah well i think more and more people nowadays and it's a bit of a luxury because, like, I'd say, like, 30 years ago, you know, you didn't really have as many options uh, to make, you know, like, it's supposed to be a bit a bit freer and, like, you know, you've got a permanent job. You know, the more secure the job, the better from, a, like, your family, feeding your family point of view, all of that kind of thing. Nowadays, there's more opportunities out there, like, with the internet and with technology and, you know, even, like, you know, just people starting podcasts, you know, simple little creative ventures where people are starting to follow. Like you've been following your creative side and, you know, mm. 
just to touch working on, on it, it for years of, but there's more and more people now kind of lighting themselves up and following whatever the passion it may not be like podcasting or comedy or but it could be anything gardening could be you, know, you like all, with, with, with modern technology now you can you can go from a zero to a hero overnight you really can like i mean you're you're just talking there about like you know if you want to be a gardener you can be a super gardener if you're good on instagram the next thing you're getting you know you do something viral you get like you know millions of people following you and o- overnight you're a you're you're a, you're a superstar and had there not been technology had this been 25 years ago 30 years ago you'd have just been getting on with your life so it's uh, mm-hmm. it is a strange world I, I i do want to touch on technology something just popped into my head do you think the robots are going to take over I think the robots have long taken over. You think we're already take, take, taken over by sure. robots? Sure. The, the technology runs the show nowadays. Like, I mean, most most wor- most of the world is based on models. Models of this and models of that. So they run the models. And then based on the models, you can make decisions so that you don't disrupt. You know? So the question is, like, you know... So the models are based of like complex algorithms, as far as I'm aware, and they just run the scenarios. And so what's the people? Is it the people that are running the algorithms that are in the control, or have the algorithms managed to make gain the control without the people who are running them knowing it? Like who's really running the show? Like we don't know where we are really. Like we woke up. Like, I woke up one day in 1982. Didn't know where I was, didn't know where I came from. Slotted in with two people I didn't really know, and they raised me, and no idea, you know, still don't know where I came from, realistically, like, you know? Like, the stories that were told, oh, we just don't know. Sure, like, if you look into it, it becomes quickly apparent that the majority of it is very, very flaky, and, you know, suspect. So you've got to wonder, like, where did we really come from? Touch on, on what you're saying there, like, you, you woke up in 1982 and to these two people that you never know. <laughs> like, some people would say, like, yeah, you, you were born in 1982 to your, and your mom and dad had you. And, um, but, like, I do know what you're saying. I do know what you're saying. Like, I mean, it, like, if you buy into this whole idea that the, the machines are coming, the machines are taking over, you already think the machines have taken over. Well, really, look, I don't really think. I know. I, I, I'm only, I'm only ball hopping, like, as in, like, have they not already taken over? Technology's everywhere. Did they not take over 100,000 years ago? Who knows? We well, I'm just saying, we have no idea where we are, what this place is. Like, there is... You know, there's speculations for science about space and history, all of which are on very shaky foundations when you look into it. I mean, like, I even heard Pat Kenny. This is how mainstream conspiracy has gone. I heard Pat Kenny was talking about the, fo- the hoax moon landing. So, like, I mean, that's only one story. Like the hoax moon landing? Like, even the smallest of stories are on shaky ground. Like, even, like, this guy invented this and this guy didn't even exist when you look into it. This kind of stuff, like, you know? Like, you talked in, in the 420 podcast we did a few weeks ago, you talked about the Anunnaki, which was um, an alien race. This is, and the, like, I just want to, like, preface all this. These are all speculations. These aren't, like, you're, like, these are things that are out there that you've heard. You, not, you, you, you may or may not believe them yourself, but you have heard them, and you're posing them as potential, um, I suppose, 
alternatives to what the reality is, to what the reality of what normal people, and when I say normal people as well, I'm just saying the 90, the 90% of people are there. I'm not necessarily saying that you personally believe them, but you are a, a, a body of wealth, when it co- an adept uh, of, of knowledge when it comes to these, because you've, you've obviously been fascinated do, by them. I do, they fascinate me. Like, I love mysteries. Can I just ask you now, you mentioned Pat Kenny there, right? And the moon, the moon landing. I don't know anything at all about that. What is, what exactly <laughs> is the fucking theory about? Like, what did they say that the moon doesn't exist or what? No, like the the theory is that nobody ever went to the moon, so it was purely like we were talking about CGI earlier and hoaxery. So, the deconstruction of the video evidence of the guys on the moon suggests that they never went to the moon. The majority of it was done within a studio environment. This is the conspiracy side of it. I've looked into, like, years ago, I consider it, and, like, it doesn't really matter to me. I don't really care if they went to the moon or not. But, like, I don't know for sure at the same time, you know? So that's the... What would you... What, like, what, so you're saying that the, <laughs> the theory is that it was done inside in the movie studio to... yeah. Uh, directed by um, oh, who's the like big shot movie guy from like the seventies or why? the sixties? Why would they do that? Why, why? In order to in order to fool the population into thinking that they had technology capable of going to the moon when they don't. Oh, the space race! So the space race. Yeah. So it was in order to you know well the speculation would be that. There would be a power behind it because obviously you couldn't pull off that kind of hoax without some serious clout. Mm. So there would have to be, you know, the reason like technology began to take off pretty much immediately after that. You the 1970s where technology got into all of the offices, then the 80s it got into all the homes with the personal computers, Commodore 64s, and then technology took off. So it all seems to be related to the moon thing set the stage for the technology boom of the 70s. I mean... And we're just riding the crest of the r- that rave still to this day. Yeah, mean, like satellites. There's a whole, like, are satellites real? They add that into the conspiracy. Is there any satellites uh, orbiting? You know, even sat-nav and all that. There's, like, a whole stream of that kind all of conspiracy. There's a conspiracy for everything nowadays. Yeah. Like, all you could like be there all day. Uh, what, what, like, I have to say, like, if you look at... I was born in 1977... The compu- a computer now back then could be the size of a living room, you know. It was. They remember they were big, massive. Yeah. The first computer was called ENIAC. ENIAC. ENIAC, and there's a great story actually. Down it was there. created in 1945, and ENIAC is kind of like the word Enoch. So you know the Book of Enoch. So this goes back to the technology thing that has technology already got here. Do you know? Huh? So. So do you think technology was here prior to... Well, this is the... Like, if if you had a conspiratorial hat on, you would say that, right, if if they were using technology kind of to take control, like the robots, would they not have already potentially had it and they were rebuilding it, do you know? So ENIAC is like the original Enoch. There's like a whole story to it. Jesus Christ, it yeah, is very yeah. similar in name, to be yeah, fair. But like, like there's, there's a whole technology cycle thing to it. But I won't go into it now. It's uh, you know, there's a bit of depth to it. You could talk very deeply about some of these things, like, like just just to go back to the seventies, the big massive living room computers. Then in the then the eighties, you're kind of looking at the Commodore, 
the Commodore 64. Good times. What one? Good times. Good times. That was like, yeah. oh man, Midnight uh, Resistance, that was uh, a great game. Uh, I didn't have a Commodore 64, my cousin had one, all right, in Waterford, and I was always like, why the fuck does my cousin have one? Like, <laughs> Why don't I have one? Um, but like, yeah, just, you know, my mother obviously didn't love me, you know, that's what I put it down to. Did you have any? We Anything got, I got, I got, I got, an Amiga maybe, an no, Atari? We got the Atari 2600 oh. when my grand, when my grandmother passed away, she left us 50 pounds and um, my mother bought us uh, an Atari um, nice. because we were all, ki- we, we'd Pac-Man and Mrs. Pac-Man and Hero and um, Pong and all these kind of things. But like, I remember being absolutely addicted to that. And then we got the Super Nintendo and then we got the PlayStation and I've been a FIFA fan since day one and I have a PlayStation 4 now and FIFA 2021 and I'm I'm definitely going to get the, the PlayStation 5. But I can tell you this, the the rise of if you just look at video games just the rise in technology from the Atari 2600 which was a very rudimentary but at the time oh my god this is amazing a little fucking fella going around <laughs> eating space oh biscuits yeah. and being chased by ghosts you know and that that to me was like wow this is amazing but the way it is now you can play these games where you enter into worlds and you know there's simulations of different worlds and it kind of brings me back right to the to this to the start of this conversation when we were talking about if you can if people can build that type of a simula- simulation now us humans can build that type of a simulation that can blow my bollocks off and blow your bollocks off and they're getting better and better every year who's to say that we're not living in a simulation ourselves built by a supercomputer and we're unaware of it ourselves and that we're just consciousness inside in these avatars that we call meat machines, a.k.a. bodies. It's a far out but concept, we I don't, you, like once We don't know. Like, we, we don't know for sure, like. No, there's no... We don't, like, nobody can I tell us where we came from. Clue. Like, the best, the best, uh, the best explanation that is offered by the mainstream is evolution and that's like you know like there's still the missing link is still very much missing in that story so i find evolution very and that's convenient the o- that's the only one i mean and then the other one is the creationism idea like like and they're the only like i mean there's there's probably more evidence of creationism than there is evolution well i would be i'd be much more going back to those anunnaki stories yeah i would know? be much more uh, like they're both they're both far-fetched stories really like do you know what i mean because uh, as you said right at the very start and repeatedly no one knows no yeah. one knows we're sitting here the sun has almost gone down the birds are tweeting it's getting a little bit cold we've got our our jumpers and our blankets on around us we're ex- we're enjoying this experience for what it is That's whatever it. it is you have whatever to enjoy it the is, experience you have to try to enjoy it as much as possible yes yeah. that's the that's the trick isn't it we're here to experience it and try to try to avoid the distractions yeah and what enjoy are the, the moments well i suppose like doing things that you don't want to do or doing things that are less enjoyable and trying to find things that are enjoyable and what would you say to someone right i think this is an interesting question now and i'll i'll also try and help answer it because i don't know the answer myself what would you say to someone who feels locked in who feels I can't I I've got too much responsibility I can't I can't no I can't what would you say to some what would you say to yourself we'll say four or five years ago when you might have been in that scenario uh, yourself what, what I would you say I would as, I would say start writing down the person that you want to be 
in the place that you want to be, living the day that you want to live in the just in the place that you want to be mm. and write it down. Visualize it. Visualize it and do it every act day for a period of, you know, you got to build up a bit of momentum and kind try and keep on the wagon. Act as if it already is as well. Act as if, as if it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the law of attraction again, I suppose. It comes and start that and see how it goes. That's yeah. the all you can do and you'll fall off the wagon. Rinse, repeat. And it might not work this time and it might not work the next time, but every time you seem to get a little bit closer to your goal. 1%. That's all. Noelle, the, the, the missus was talking to me about that. They, she did this um, this course. I don't know if you can hear that now. There's a lawnmower started in the background. Classic Irish. Classic. I'm just going to fucking... Look, they're right next to us. Yeah, he, he knows we're at it. I saw him up there on the roof looking over and he saw that we were doing the podcast did and he laughed at me. He looked at me, pointed, he laughed and said, <laughs> I'm going to start cutting the lawn in a minute. I could read his lips. I, he's not that far away. Yeah, this is definitely assimilation, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, was <laughs> say? what was I saying before that? It's going to weigh off. Oh, just so you know as well, guys, we, we today we've been working. We've been working in my garden uh, cutting the lawn, doing a lot of weeding, a lot of manual labour. We had a beautiful munch there. Oh, my mm. God. My wife made a lovely salad and some corn, uh, southern fried corn. And we're, we're, we're this. And then I said, John, will we do a podcast? Will we do? Because as I said at the start, we do these kind of philosophizing WhatsApps to each other where we're, you know, we, they could be 15, 16 minutes long of you waxing lyrical about uh, motivation or, or, or how to follow the flow or vice versa, me talking about manipulating energy and this is how you, uh, this is how you get to, the, to, to stay in the vortex, this is how you, 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 you uh, remain in the vortex, all these kind of really cool conversations. So then because we were having such a great uh, day we had we, like we broke bread together we fucking put our hands into the soil together mm. um i said would you want to awesome. do you want to do a podcast and you were like yeah let's do a podcast and that's an example of what you're saying which is you know enriching your like putting more of what you want into the day squeezing it in putting as much as you can much goodness in because that raises your vibe, that makes you happier, and when you're happier, you're healthier, and you're more positive, and everything is that little bit lighter, whether we're in a matrix, or whether we're in a simulation, or whether we're just on planet Earth, on a ball, floating around in this universe, yeah. which is as likely as anything that we have. All summer, potentials you know. are on the table, 100%. Like, that, the simulation could be exactly that, yeah. as well. Yeah. The simulation could be anything, could be fluid. Yeah. I love it though. Come here. Isn't it beautiful though to be able to sit and enjoy a summer's evening and oh, yeah. it just reminds, you know, I find, especially with these evenings, that you get an opportunity to connect with the child inside of yourself mm. because I think my most vivid moments as a child have always been kind of beautiful summer's evenings yeah. where the day has probably been epic and then the evening, it's like there's a there's a certain mystique and a certain magic to the evening. <laughs> mm, yeah. So it's just uh, I find the connection is it's I really good. Like I get it. I love it. It's lovely. I get it, and I love it. And um, yeah, we're going to wrap it up. We're going to wrap it up because um, that lawnmower is um, is only going to get the louder. Lawnmower man. So do you remember that movie? I did. I do. What a will this like ever go like out? Lawnmower man lawnmower. is a good movie now to watch. Do you know what I was watching last night? Is the Highlander? Do you remember the Highlander? I nearly watched it. Oh. Is it worth watching or is yeah. it? A did bit you watch it when you were younger? 
No. I heard, I did watch a bit of it, but never gave it enough time. I think it's probably... I, I think... Is it too too shit? <laughs> like parts of it are real shit, but yeah. some of it is really amazing. Like, um, but I think if you watched it and then went back to it, if you'd watched it when you were younger, because it re- it's all about time travel. It's about this guy. Like, mm. do you know what? I actually think you'd love it. I because yeah. I was thinking I yeah. might love it, but it might be a bit like McLeod. There's a little bit of cheese and crackers with it, but it's like it's a, 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 about these these immortals on the planet and uh, their their quest for ultimate. Um, Ultimate power. So I think you might like it. You might like it. It sounds like something I might like. Yeah, Sean Connery's in it. He plays a French guy, and then the and the guy, the main guy, um, is a Belgium guy, and he plays a Scottish guy. They got it all fucking mixed up. But anyway, um, guys, I'm gonna let I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say goodbye. Um, this was a free flowing, off the top of our heads, no notes, nothing prepared podcast. Just myself and Conspiracy John, just trying to have a little bit of more fun in our day, just to extend the the happiness that we had today. Thank you, John, for coming on to the podcast. Podcast. Thank you, Cornelius. Great to be on the podcast again. And uh, if you are, if you, if you, if you love this podcast, if you like this podcast, if you think this podcast is only okay, rate, review, and subscribe it. Please give me, a, you know, a, a five-star review. Don't be giving me anything else because do you know what I mean. I just, uh, I can't handle that kind of anxiety in my life. Do you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> thank you to my sponsor again, the West Cork Beer Company. Uh, if you're looking for me, you can email me on uh, corneliusthecomic at gmail.com. I'm on Instagram and TikTok at corneliusthecomic. I'm on Twitter at comedian con. Uh, staying by the wall. Peace and love. Gone. Is he going away? He's going away. We could get another couple of minutes in out of nowhere. Uh, we can't. Oh, no. Okay, go on, say something. So, go on, say something. See you later, everyone. All right, bye.